Hello and welcome to episode 35 of my podcast, Diary of a Stoned Asthmatic. If you're joining me for the first time, my name is Christina with a CH and not a K. And if you are a longtime listener, welcome back. How are you? How have you been? I hope you've been well. I hope you've been sustaining yourself well for the past month. Like I said, this is episode 35. And before we get way too into things, um, this is technically more than, but last month was officially five years. The 30th of last month was officially five years of me doing this podcast. And I wasn't able to do it last month. I wanted to. It's so interesting. I had this topic since I did the last topic to the point where I wanted to do two in a month. But check me trying to put it back to have content for the next month, for the next month and the whole month gone and I didn't do the podcast. Trust that to happen. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. I have been well myself. I've been really, like, I've actually genuinely been really well for the past couple months. Uh, usually y'all don't come and hear me really be sad on here. But no, life really has been on the up and up and up and up and up and up since. Um, and again, but congrats to that five years. And but generally, holistically, life has been really good. September was good to me because we did do an episode in July. But September, beginning of October, September was good to me. October was great to me. So I, because recently I just came back from Trinidad, just being Sunday gone. Uh, that was a fantastic trip. Um, for those of you, if you're New year, like I said at the beginning, I went to school in Trinidad. I lived there for a good while. So it was kind of just like a revisit for me. Um, but I went there as a vacation. Now, when I thought about it, it was actually like kind of officially my first solo vacation. Like as an individual, young female. like And that was a big deal. I, I, I met that there. That's kind of what um, the trip was for, right? To really get back to a space of center. I really felt like I was unbalanced or off balanced off of my center and I just wanted to regain that and that's exactly what happened when I went there for the week I felt like I really got back and reconnected with a lot of parts of myself that I feel like were lost maybe because like for instance I really just as an example since I cut my locks I don't know if I have mentioned that on the podcast but I cut my locks in April of this year so since I cut my locks I realized, and I knew this, but it's only when I was in Trinidad, I realized I stopped listening to reggae music as much. Like, I was not listening to reggae music as much as I was when I had my lots. And that was very interesting to me, and I did deep, deep dive that for myself more. But when I listened to reggae music when I was in Trinidad, I was like, this was missing. Like, this is a part of me that was missing. Like, why did we lose this? Where did this go? You know, so that's just an idea of what I experienced for the week, and it was very good very um self-exploring um I wanted to use a better word but that's that's the best that's the best I could honestly come up with that's the truth but it was a good week it was a fantastic week and again I feel really great that my podcast is um I've been doing this for five years that's a long time that's truly a long honestly that's a long time and I, I respect that. I like that. I like that. So congrats to that. I actually didn't do anything. And I still want to. It's only when I was doing this episode tonight. Because as y'all know, I usually sometimes just listen back quickly to the previous episode to see if there's anything I said that I was going to specifically mention in the next episode. And I heard that I said that. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, fuck, girl. But then I was like, yeah, boy, we still got to do something for it. So I would definitely celebrate it. I would definitely pin it as something to celebrate. Because that's definitely something to celebrate, right? 
But guy again, it's a nice entry because, like I said, I kind of pretty much had it building from since I did the last episode, right? And where this stems from is, and I should probably go into the name first before we get into that. But as you can see, it's called a trip from grace, right? And the the context where I'm coming from, the perspective where I'm coming from with this is that I believe that sometimes, because I was going to call it a fall from grace, but one, I believe that that's actually a movie and I need to start doing a little more research before I press fucking record <laughs> because I should literally come here and state fact that that is a movie. I feel like it is, but again, I, I didn't do it. I did. I could have just easily do a Google search. I'm sorry, but I feel like it is a movie though. And I was like, that would be nice because that is still the context I am coming from the place I'm still coming from but I decided to call it a trip instead of a fall because I don't necessarily want you to fall completely from grace and you'll get we'll get into it more as I expand on the topic but I don't want you to fall away completely from grace or being graceful I just feel like sometimes we need to just take a slight stumble you know a little a little oh shit you know what I mean <laughs> You know what I mean? For for the specific reason of people will have you fucked up in this life. And I feel like sometimes we need to take a trip from grace to show people that you're no fucking fool. And that people can't really be walking over you like that. You know what I mean? So that's the context of where we're coming from tonight for this this episode, episode 35. A slight trip from grace. Don't worry. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna fall. You ain't gonna graze your knees. And ain't harm too harmful to you, you know what I mean? And ain't severe. You ain't gonna burn the bones nor anything. I ain't expecting that, but I just believe again we should take a slight trip from grace, right? And into right, so it was that context, and then it was so funny because it was like ah, oh, it kind of a little haha, a little baramtis from the fact that it could also be seen as if you don't like the analogy of a little trip in the sense of a small stumble, you can see it as because like I said, I just came back from Trinidad and that was a trip you know what i mean a little vacation so sometimes you can also see it probably as taking a little vacation from grace you know what i mean taking being a little group being a, taking a little vacation from being graceful right that's that's a way you can see it as well or another way that would possibly assist with getting you guys on the track that we're going to be on tonight with regard to tonight's topic right so where this came from <laughs> how we started is interesting water hold on How this all started was I got into it with a co-worker earlier this year. As business would say, I had it with a co-worker. Ding dong. Rating. Because she's older. It's a lot of things compounded. But my boss went on vacation and she took over and we had it. Right. So I came home and I told my mother what occurred. And while my mother was supportive as yes, as always, um, still, you know, that's mom's, she was telling me still at the end of it to still extend some grace to the lady, you know what I mean? And to still have respect for her, right? And I remember I blatantly tell my mother, no though. Like, no, I don't. This concept that people of a certain generation are trying to even impose on this generation. Some of our, some some people in our generation may even believe it too. Again, I'm 28. But this ideology that you must um, extend grace. And again, I don't want to take it too far from grace. But it can, the two do, I believe, coincide in terms of being graceful and being respectful. Just 
um, willing to extend grace and be respectful to people who don't do the same solely on the purpose of what and we're going to get into that don't let me get don't let me jump points is like no for what and i feel like that's weeding out though people these days people are not just being graceful for being graceful sake you know what i mean and that's again let me not jump here we're gonna get into that so i said how we should start this and what was so interesting is like i approached it like i do school i approached it like i did with school i was like you know what let's start with defining what grace is right and it was so interesting when i took that approach because it kind of not solidified but it kind of really assisted the point that i want fucking make tonight you know what i mean like and i don't want to get too heated but this i was really heated because i so tired again of people projecting this ideology of being graceful in situations where you need to take a fucking trip from grace bruv <laughs> right so like i said i decided to take this from the um aspect of school and I literally googled the definition of graceful. Like, what does being what is what does grace mean or being graceful, right? So grace in itself is a noun, right? And the definitions they gave me from the Oxford Dictionary were graceful in terms of movement, right? Like you can have graceful movement, like how ballerinas would be graceful, right? It had courteous goodwill, right? Both as a noun, so both the graceful movement and courteous goodwill and they had that as a definition i guess of just like you said being courteous um they had the, the context was at least he he was graceful he, at least he had the grace to tell her the debt he was in so how i saw it was like for instance before i've like i've hit somebody's car and i didn't drive off like i sat and wait until they got back and told them that i hit their vehicle right so i kind of saw to me to me in my perspective that's kind of what courteous goodwill is right um and then grace in terms of presence like gracing somebody with your presence like y'all are gracing me with your presence <laughs> and listening to this podcast you know what i mean like they would say a king or queen has graced the um oh gosh what it is called the the people what it's called the king and queen's people the town people like there's a name for it yeah like you call them there's some things but i can't remember it right now i can't why the fuck i can't remember that anyway the, the king and queen's peoples, right? Like, they will grace them in their presence. Y'all get the point, right? So, when I read that, right? I was like, so where the fuck this ideology of graceful being a certain way towards people came from? Because the fucking Oxford don't say that that's what grace is. Them niggas give me three distinct definitions of what grace is. And not one of these shits say that I supposed to take shit from people and still be graceful so i was like where the fuck did that definition come from so then obviously you know we did a little more deep diving to try to actually figure out what it is and if you really think about it the ideology and this context behind being graceful in what the first thing comes in your mind you know like my mother for instance my mother was telling me in that situation to be graceful or when somebody tells you to be graceful it's actually the christian definition of grace which is god's grace and having grace in a way that God would have grace for them. So it's like, obviously that is not surprising, especially as Barbados is uh, has come from being a predominantly Christian society. That is not surprising. But I mean, obviously this definition as well, this ideology spans the world. This is not just in Barbados, right? But I was like, you see, this is it. Like people are, everybody does, is not a Christian. 
So I don't feel like everybody should apply the ideology of God's grace to life and how they live their life, right? I really want y'all following me, right? So when I deep dived it even more, I was like, okay, how I would prefer to say, so when I speak about grace in the context of this podcast tonight, it would be in the sense of what I call the big four, right? Which is how I guess Christians still definitely define it as God's grace, but I don't want to use it specifically as God's grace because really and truly does. That's what it is. The definition I want to use it tonight when I speak of quote unquote having grace or taking a trip from this grace is taking a trip from having characteristics such as patience, understanding, compassion, and forgiveness. That's kind of what I saw. Like they're, they're probably not all of them how I would define grace, right? Without having it just being stemmed specifically to Christianity and the definition of God's grace because anybody in any religion could be patient, understanding, compassionate, and forgiving, right? This does not have to be stemmed necessarily in Christianity, right? So when I define being graceful and having that grace towards people tonight, like I said, in this episode, is having that big four. Patience, understanding, compassion, and forgiveness, right? Let me drink some water. So, when I thought about it that way and I got to that point, it made me ask the question then, who is the average person that is not necessarily a Christian being graceful for? Like, when you extend this grace, the big four, to somebody in your life, whoever it may be, what are your reasons, like, what are you doing it for, Right? And I know that that can sound bad. And let me put, let's put a quick pin there quickly. Um, because before I move on, like for instance, it's quite understandable that Christians would specifically live by being graceful in the context of having God's grace and extending that to other people because that is their religion. That is their liberty. That is their doctrine. So that is something they should be doing realistically. But I believe in the sense of being an average person and just extending grace from the big from the context of the big four. Who that's what we, yeah, who are you being great? Like, what are your reasons? Right, it not to sound bad, what are your reasons for being grateful and who are you being grateful for? I really believe that because we were gonna put a pin in it and we still will. I really believe that your reason if your reason that your reason then should be, because this is what I think Christians are trying to do. Christians are doing ideal ideally, right? The idea is to just have the big four holistically, necessarily without reason, right? Because ideally you want to live in a society where, for instance, unconditional love, which is what I'm going to get into, is the idea. Like, you don't have to have a reason to give the big four. Like, you should be able to extend the big four without boundaries, without restrictions, right? But in a real world, we can't. And that's why I want to put a pin there because... As I said in this last episode, and as we discussed at the beginning, celebrated at the beginning, this episode is five years old, right? So sometimes if, because I remember speaking last time, being paranoid in the last episode about, you know, the episode changing and my, my energy is changing and what's not. But aside from that, my points also change sometimes and where I stand on certain things would change. And that's perfectly fine. So sometimes, especially if you may be listening to the podcast, like back to back and you run into... Like, you will hear different ideologies. It would seem, like, quickly. But, like, for me, instantly, specifically what I'm going to talk about now, this episode I did in January of 2022. 
is October of 2023. And where I stand on what I said in this episode has changed. Has fucking changed. Not even just changed. Has definitely changed. Drastically changed. Right? Constitutional change. Right? Right? Because the episode that I'm talking about, you know, where I put the pin in the terms of why we should be able to give grace. I did an episode on unconditional love. And at that time, I was in a space where, you know, I think it was still a hopeful space. I don't regret it. I don't think it was wrong. I was in a space where, and I think it was um, targeted specifically at that time towards the significant other I had at that time. And I used the example of the fact that I felt like I was giving more, but I didn't want to be judging that because I felt like we should love unconditionally. And I felt like, no, but you shouldn't do things for things in return. Like if you're doing something for somebody, just do it because you want to do it for them. And again, I still stand by that. But having experienced a lot of things practically within the past year and a year and a lot, year and like eight months to out this year and 10 months, because after it's 10 months, right? My stance on that has changed because I believe, especially in a romantic relationship, you need that reciprocation, right? It's very important to have that reciprocation. Now, you can still have unconditional love, but I'm not going to lie. I realize I come to a point where I believe that realistically, I was only two, but the elderly kind of creeping in there. But because I didn't get touched in this topic tonight is why they're not really in this ideology of having unconditional love. But I believe only two things in this world. Maybe plants too. Yeah, plants. But not all plants because some plants are poisonous. The point is, I believe only two things in this world should really be loved unconditionally. And that is babies, children, and animals. Right? Because I really believe the both, are, both of them are innocent. Now, in the same way that I say plants can be poisonous and therefore pose a threat, I, I can see how animals can fall under that um, category. But then in the same way, if you put animals under that category, then humans have to fall under that category, even babies. Right? But that's definitely a high man discussion there. And the point is just, you know, when you have reached a certain point, I do believe that reciprocation is important. So while you can want to do for somebody and while you should do things out of your the goodness of your heart, I can't understand why you may have to. Because like, for instance, I learned from that situation that I can want to love as unconditionally as I want to, but because I realize, you know, I will need certain things or certain reciprocations. I hate to do it, but you got to kind of put restrictions on your love, right? You got to put conditions on your love. You got to put conditions on your love. And I hate that. I hate that. And that's why, in a way, I hate this episode in terms of having to put conditions on the big four, putting conditions on grace. But realistically, and that's one of the main things I got here, right? You can be very much graceful with boundaries and with being like unfuckwittable. That's why that's why I had here. You remember up unfuckwittable was a word. <laughs> I have that here though. Like you can be very much still graceful. You can still be very much um have unconditional love for people in this world, but you can and be you still can be unfuckwittable in the same way though, right? And have those standards, right? Um, because it's very important. Cause right, I have it here because you should see it as being similar to investing, right? And that's kind of how it ties into the previous situation with unconditional love. With the unconditional love in the previous situation, I was kind of just investing, 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 investing. So when I was thinking about this episode earlier, I was thinking, I said for this part, it was like, I was investing in like a, um, you know, they got some people that does buy broken down houses and unrenovated houses and rebuild them, right? Like, I felt I was doing that to get home. You know what I mean? Investing, investing, investing in this unrenovated 
fucking abandoned ass, broken down, eerie ass, fucking haunted mother. This home, <laughs> right? I was investing, investing, being graceful, being graceful in this one, investing, investing again, because I feel like you can be see being graceful as investing your time, your patience, your compassion, your understanding, all that is investment. So when you're investing that in something, it's not weird to think that some fuck is going to come out of it. You know, it's not weird to want to have some sort of home at the end of your fucking investment. You know what I mean? And how, how you ever, however you determine to invest is up to you. Right, and that's where we can get into discerning with having this grace, right? However, you deter decide to invest your grace is up to you, but I still do believe that there are pillars in making sure that you are not being swindled for your grace, right? All right, so we take a take a sip of drink here and get back to the book to make sure we're still on plan. Right, so we have put a pin in... Okay, I, I do see the next point. We have put a pin in the question of who are you being graceful for from the context of the big four and not necessarily Christianity. You're the average person. You're not necessarily following the religion. Again, I personally don't... I have my qualms. I have my issues, but we don't bash here. Everybody's allowed to live their individual lives as they choose, right? So I won't come and say that I hear bashing Christianity. Again, I'm just using the example of the average person who's not following Christianity and doesn't necessarily have a doctrine on why they have to be great, graceful to other people, right? Because then it, if, you ask, if you're doing this and you're feeling like... If you, the average person, are being like consistently graceful to other people, right, in your daily life, having this passion, this, come, this understanding, being forgiven and everything... Right, like if you ask yourself, like who are you, who are you generally doing this for? And that's what I come back to. If you are doing this because, as, as like me, I was gonna say at one point, but a part of me still is, you know, hoping for the idealistic world where you're being graceful to the average person for no reason because they deserve it. As a human race, we deserve it. Life is hard. The human existence is hard. And you would like to ideally just be compassionate and patient and understanding and forgiving to the average person. But you can't. Because number one, people are cunts and the world is weird. Right? You can't. You just can't. So what I hate is that sometimes that filters into family and loved ones. But before we get that, just ask yourself, who are you being graceful for? If you're doing it for yourself... Because you feel like I going with the man in the mirror and y'all know that I believe in that context and that perspective a lot in terms of starting with you. Because I really believe if every, if every, like logically, if every single person had to look in the mirror and change the things they would like to see different in this world, obviously, fucking honestly, again, like, <laughs> it's going to have a drastic change. You know what I mean? Like, things is out of each individual person, it can add up, right? That's really frustrating because it is like, it's all so fucking simple. It is so fucking simple. But anyway, if you are doing that from that perspective, from that man in the mirror perspective, then go through dog. I, I, I encourage that. I, I encourage that. It will be a hard world, yes, because this is a cruel, cold world. But if you feel that like you got a broad back and you could do that, I encourage it. Like I said, I feel like I was once there. A part of me is still there. But the, the greater part of me, dog, I don't fuck with it. 
I don't, I can't, I can't do it because I've seen how cruel and unrealistic this world is. So what I do is I reserve that. And you know who helped me learn this a lot? My brother, Denzel. Help me learn the ideology behind discernment with grace specifically. Because I always felt away sometimes when I wasn't necessarily graceful in a situation with a person. And whenever I brought it to my brother, he would be like, who the fuck is this nigga? Who are these niggas? <laughs> That's what will always be like, dog. Who are these niggas? Who are these fucking niggas? Because who are these niggas? <laughs> respectfully so who are these fucking niggas right hi salem i'm doing the podcast are you okay okay like realistically and he's who helped me understand listen it's not wrong to discern and feel like you know what he says he's time person all the time i just have grace for you my sister because you're my sister i have grace for alex i have grace for mommy i have grace for daddy i have grace for my friends the men that i's being um Oh gosh, oh gosh, what did this call it? When the men, oh god, the men chat room, it it slipped my mind. Why has that slipped my mind? That really blanked me right now. But you know the chat room that men is speaking with his friends, like those people. Um, he gives them grace, you know. But he said nobody else don't deserve his fucking grace solely because I don't know you. And that's how he decides to discern this grace. And like I said, I could fuck with that mentality. Um, you could do it in different ways. Uh, some people like to do it, like I said, with family just because it's family. But that could that could fuck with you. That could haunt you because I actually have a point here where it hurts, where you have to discern grace for family members and loved ones. Because what's really fucked up is that sometimes those are the hardest people to be graceful towards. Those are the main people sometimes abusing, using and abusing your grace. And these are what I am here to tell you, unfortunately, are the people who you have to discern your grace from. And you know what I have here as my first point? Because I'm witnessing it daily, like close to me, very close to my heart. People does, I got to be graceful their way into sickness poverty loss like loss your house you know what i mean like severe loss they might not necessarily be like a death but like just loss of things stress like y'all are stress the fuck like high blood pressure hypertension that kind of shit and one that i feel like really pertains to my generation a lot is stagnancy Y'all grace, being graceful in your way into stagnancy because to keep the peace, to be compassionate and understanding and forgiving, becoming stagnant. And I am here to ensure, I got my lighter to my mouth as a microphone, I swear to God. I am here to legitimately ensure that that does not happen because... For me, I don't know when it happened, but it clicked very early from the time I was about a child. I will kid you not. From the time I can remember, I was never graceful, dog. I hope, listen. So for me, I got learn. I I'm learning now to be graceful, right? And when I said with Denzel, like 
And that's why I say we feel bad when they're not necessarily graceful with people. Because, like, my first instinct is not to be graceful. Real thing. Regardless of who you is, Chief. Regardless of who you are. Because I don't believe if you disrespect me or if you're not graceful with me, that I have to extend out to you. Right? Because, for instance, a big, super big deal for me, as a lot of y'all will know, this is something that I come here and speak on this podcast a lot, I have very few friends, not that, sorry, because I do know people, I have close people good to me, right? I do know a lot of people, I'm not going to lie. But there are a few people in my life who I just tell them all the time that I'm very grateful for their grace regarding our friendship. Because I know I've lost friends, and I respect that. If, if you know me, I've never been one to, I've always been a champion of, people choosing themselves because one time about fucking me I didn't choose myself so I've always been a champion of choosing themselves even if that meant that I was the person that was not chosen in the regard of like I said friendships like I've ran out a lot of my friends grace with friendship because as it related to communication and the type of person that I am some people can handle it rightfully so and that's exactly what I'm here to talk about don't gr- don't be graceful your way into being in situations that you need not to be in or suffering in Right? And how you decide to discern this grace, I'm not going to tell you, or oh, just because it's easy for me to not hold grace with a family member because I believe, again, once you're an adult and you have the tools, I know everybody, I, tell, I had this conversation recently this week, and that's what really prompted me to have to do this episode. I kind of lost my train of thought, but someone one pop up in mind quickly. <laughs> Same way. What if I was talking about? This has to happen every episode? Jesus Christ. What I was talking about? And I had it, you know, and something else popped up in my mind. But I was just saying, I know it's not easy to be. Oh, I was saying, once you're an adult, I believe. Hey, good job. I Once you're an adult, I believe, you know. Every, right, I was having this conversation this week. Everybody doesn't have the same access to healing. Right? I know that it's easy to say, oh, you got to heal as an adult. Because for me, that's what I'm about to say. I believe once you're an adult and you have your tools to heal and you learn that, okay, yes, I've been through certain things. But my mom, again, I know it's not that easy. I know every situation is not as black and white as that. Um, and that's, I, that's why this, this kind of seems tricky for me because that's why ideally you would like to give any and everybody grace because, you know, everybody's been through something traumatic and we are all products of our experiences, literally. Right? But some people, for for some reason, just don't have that drive or that want to not be products of their situations. And that can be very detrimental to the people that do have intentions of not being products of their situations. And that's why I feel like you have to be very discerning with your grace because then that's where you will lose it. Right? So that's what I'm about to say. I do believe that all... Adults have access to healing, but not the same access in the same way. Like some people may need therapy and don't have that access. You know what I mean? But for some, like for me, just holistically, I do believe that you could try in your own means at that time. Right? So, and, and I just met things so easy. So sometimes I just not thought because I know that it's not that easy. Because I was just going to say, like, all right, if you can't afford therapy, like, uh, hundred dollar hour therapy like you know find a way that's a therapy to you right like but as a friend 
social media unfortunately for some people that may be hard drugs and that's not why i'm encouraging but you know and that's why i just shut up because it's hard it's sticky because it's not that easy for some people some people have been through really traumatic things that is not just that simple to just say oh i could just heal past this and i get that and i feel like those are outliers those are extenuating extenuating circumstances i'm talking about people that you know just really especially i mean like grown like big fucking hard bad adults too dog you're talking like solid 65 big past 50 type adults that have lived this life and i feel like have seen avenues in ways which they have been shown okay you may need to heal this and they just choose not to i don't personally feel like them people deserve grace personally i don't because why i just wasting it like and it's not like i do anything in return but you just frustrated me if anything you draining me that could be better used on somebody that would appreciate it you know what I mean? Like, Denzel and I just go back and forth all the time. Even Alex, too. Alex and I have this. But Alex and I are more emotional and we used to be different regards because I have a different dynamic with both my brothers. But with Denzel and I, most of the time, a lot, especially probably because we're living in the same space now. But we really sometimes just come to each other and be like, dog, thank you for just giving me that space. You know, giving me that grace to come back if I possibly was in a mood or... If I said something, you know, like, start giving me that space. But like I said, we do that for each other. We give each other that space. My brother gives me that space and I give him that space. So I feel like that's the space, certain spaces like that is where you should direct your big four, your patience, your understanding, your compassion. Because I just don't think it's fair to you to be directing that in spaces where it's being drained from you. For what reason? You're, I am being gracefuling yourself into sickness, poverty, stress, sadness, depression, loss, stagnancy. And that's something you got to watch. Like, why are you doing it? What's the reason behind it? If there's a good solid reason that you believe is you, then go forth. Again, I'm not here to, to, to dispute nobody's doctrine or how they live their life. I just here, as you should be here, like I said, to, to just question and make sure that you solid on what you're standing on. Right, and you right on where you're standing on, you feel good about where you're standing on because sometimes this could get shaky. Because I know you love these people <laughs> most of the time, like I said, I know it's, it's don't be hard to not be graceful to a stranger, you know. It don't be hard to not be graceful to a stranger, it's be hard to not be graceful to the people closest to you. And like I said, sometimes those are the head people who you need to be most discerning with your grace and your big four with. Right? What's my next point here? Oh, I have here too that I believe the ideology behind grace in a professional context also seems very much stem from slavery and times alike where you were punished for talking your truth or for not being graceful. Grace and respect go hand in hand. And I do believe that any disrespectful person, brackets, adult, <laughs> brackets, adult, because I did, that's where I stand. I realized I had to break away from just saying disrespectful person. Because for instance, like, I think it's fair for a rebellious 12-year-old to receive grace. Right? To me, 
I don't, it can, it, it cannot make sense to you, but to me, this from the context, I believe that, for instance, because a 12 year old person is still a, a disrespectful person, like if a 12 year old disrespect you as a grown person, like I believe they deserve a little, a little grace because I guess I still see them as a child. The definition of a child, I guess, could be relative to some people, but for me, so sorry, I got you know, like so 18, you know, right? like worldwide, 18, 21, around those ages are the definition of adult. So to me, a rebellious, like, teenager, that sort of thing, even a rebellious young adult, a rebellious 20, 21-year-old, like, I still believe that they deserve grace again because they're still, like, in their younger years. Like, that's, in a way, it's so dumb, but supposed to really be happening in those years. And, like, I feel as as a child, is is different when you're in certain surroundings, their situation. Because it's be very similar settings. Like, for instance, you may have that, that rebe- rebellious and disrespectful 12-year-old who might deserve grace. The reason I'm saying that is because I'm thinking, okay, maybe they had um they have a hard background at home or they're having it rough at school, they're being bullied at school, um, they're just probably just going through something like puberty and they don't understand what's going on with their body and they might have lashed out at you and as an adult. And that's why I'm saying, okay, they might deserve grace. But why I say that the the situations are very similar for adults because I am saying a 42-year-old wouldn't deserve that grace having lashed out at you, especially in a workplace like my co-worker, because they're an adult. But these situations are similar because most of the time is usually stemmed from something at home. They stemmed from a life pressure. It stemmed from a same similar hormonal pressure like menopause or something. Real so fucking old women does be going through fucking menopause at work and just getting all like cunts, you know. So it might just be, you know, stemmed in... <laughs> certain things like that and again that's why ideally i believe that the average person should deserve grace because that's not your fault but you deciding to come to work and be a cunt or be a cunt towards people because of that is why i believe you don't deserve grace because you're a grown adult you're gro- like you are a grown person. Like I am for sure you have been through enough settings and cues or there is you have been through something multiple times to show you that there may be something that you have to change about yourself. I guarantee it in your 42 years of existence that it has occurred. But at some point in time, even at multiple times, you have directly chosen to not pivot your lifestyle in a way to even better you and the experiences that you have. No, you choose to continue being this way. So here's what. Fuck you. And we're going forward. You understand? That's why. So. That's why I say sometimes I feel like we need to take a trip from grace because what's hap- what's be happening is no, and you being in your big four because you're just trying to like keep peace and you know live a, a better lifestyle for yourself and just not be a bad mind, cold hearted, black hearted person. People can start taking you for a fool and people can play in your face. People will play in your face. People just take kindness for weakness every single day. And you've got to be on the lookout for it. You've got to be lookout for it. I'm not saying to not to go here and be a cunt yourself, right? I'm not saying to not have the big four at all, right? I mean, if you want to, that's your choice. Again, one thing Denzel and I just talk about is you could do. you don't have to do nothing in this life. You can do whatever you want. You do not have to do a damn thing in this life, but you do have to live with the consequences of whatever comes from those decisions. 
my mother and Dazzle they say all the time, just make decisions you can live with, you know. Just make decisions you can live with. But as I was saying, that discernment that you must have with your grace moving forward, it will save you. It's important. It's imperative to you. And um, I'm glad that this even came up. I actually do have it as the last thing here, and I'm glad that it came up as one of the last points but i find it interesting that when this conversations when conversations about grace come up with other people because i know most of you have had conversations like this or have had advice like this especially from elders about being graceful or being respectful in situations where you 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 are actually second guessing it yourself you know what i mean like feeling like what well, i ain't really received <laughs> that grace so why am i being told to extend it for what reason right um and that's why we had, like I said, we didn't really, we didn't really go back to the point. So let's touch this point first, and then again go into the last point where, because it kind of goes back into that when you got older people telling you about um being respectful. Like I do believe a part of it stems from slavery, where you know you had um the older slaves or the slaves that were younger telling you, you know, don't be this, be kind, be this, be this way, you know, be polite, speak. Excuse me, if the master says something, you know, always be. You know, and think that sort of way. Like, I feel like a part of it was stemmed from those times, especially in a professional setting, right? I just wanted to, because we were reading through and we didn't really finish that point. But the last point here, as I was saying, I'm going to take a poll. When conversations about being graceful and having grace, whether it is from a Christian perspective or the average person, it does always be towards other people, towards other people, towards other people. And I find people don't talk enough about being graceful with yourself. And that's where it starts. And I think if you are like me, whereas you're having an issue, just generally being graceful with other people, um, you can look and see if it's usually probably because you are not necessarily graceful with yourself. Right, and I think it's very important that while we look at extending this big four, this patience, understanding, compassion, and forgiveness to other people and being discerning with that, it's very important that you're discerning with that grace with yourself. And the reason why I said you're still discerning with that grace for yourself, because it is still possible to be too graceful with yourself. Right? For instance, I believe I am very much too graceful with myself in terms of getting to work late. Right? I'm not on myself enough about that. Right? So I think it's very important that you assess how you extend grace to yourself in every circumstance. You know, whether it's when you fuck up, whether you're stressed, whether you forget, whether you disappoint yourself, whatever it may be. Like, really assess how you extend grace or if you even extend grace to yourself in a lot of those settings because that's really the blueprint for how you extend grace to others honestly and a lot of this a lot of the grace is healing too uh for me i'm not healed a lot i'm very bitter with a lot of things so i don't extend grace naturally so like most of the time random men don't get grace from me like that because I have a bitterness towards men. You know what I mean? Um I find that I'm getting a a bitterness towards like all women in a way because of like 
how my colleague at work, well, older, mature women in a way, because of the interaction with my colleague at work, so now I'm building, like, this weird bias, like, if a woman look at me, I'm sorry, we funny as we ready, as we ready, and right, we did, and that's in that same way it comes down to old people, and why they didn't really make it in the unconditional love either too, and why you still got to be discerning with old people, because I don't like this ideology sometimes, like, people make you feel like be just because old people old or elderly, you have to be graceful. Or people are somebody wicked. Listen, some of the elderly have lived all 78, 86, 99 years of pure wickedness. I tell you. I used to tell me that I used to look that person in their eye and extend my big four just because them all and going down. If I said I really want to I might feel disrespectful to my mother because I would have just, like, come on, come, come on. Come, be for real. Be fucking for real. Like, be fucking for real. No. No. And that's why I said when it comes to me and old people, I just really watch them. I'm sorry, man. I see what energy they can with because I do not hesitate to cuss out a disrespectful old motherfucker. Right? And another way that I was thinking about how we extend this this grace like for me how is this turn my grace with old people like especially on the road when i'm driving because i realized i had to mind it like for instance i used to get real agitated when i'm driving behind somebody that is um driving really slow right and slow for me is like it's the 40 45 if you on a certain path and the boy in front of you and it clear and you are 40 45 she wants you under 50 i go overtake like you got me irritated because what the fuck like to me, a solid 60. Furthermore, I feel like a pretty... No, I think that's it. Furthermore, I was going to say, say, I think that that's the driving limit. 60. Like, but I think in residential areas, it's 40. No, I think in residential areas, it's 60. But I really should know. And I laugh because I get reported there for speeding. On the highway, it's 80. And I was at 103. But I was real vexed too because what the fuck? Why would you... I just... Why would you report me? Anyway, so I just laugh because I should really probably review the speeding laws. <laughs> Here in Barbados, right? But, um... So on the road, so even outside of old people, but generally on the road, I've grown to be more graceful and extend my big four on the road because I'm like, you know what? Um, like, for instance, when I first got my car, I used to drive really slow. So I'm like, this person could be a new driver in a new car, right? By themselves. Be graceful. Um, this person could be an old person, like I said, and could just, you know, they probably can't see, especially like at night and stuff. I'm like, all right, this person might be having an issue, like seeing or whatever. So I, I don't tailgate. I don't be behind again on like a can because I could do that. I, I could do that. I'm not going to lie. I don't be on pun them or whatever. I might just wait to the um best time and then overtake or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, But for me, like when I see very mature people literally breaking traffic laws, like doing shit, like exiting in the wrong lane and the roundabout. Oh, I, oh, I cuss your ass. I fucking cuss. I truly get on like a cunt because you're a grown, mature, fucking adult and you're doing cunt. You don't deserve grace. You're not only doing cunt, you're threatening my life, essentially. And that's what's pissed me off about certain people breaking certain traffic laws. That people that don't see how that exiting in the wrong lane, in the wrong, in the wrong boat, could really fuck up somebody. You know, you could fuck up somebody doing that, you know, and fuck up yourself. So things like that has really pissed me off because you're putting people's life at danger. So that's another reason, no, why you deserve less grace and even a little bit of violence. You understand where I'm coming from? So this is how I just try to discern 
<laughs> my grace towards not just the elderly, but people in general. Like, just certain things like that. You know what I mean? But no, the elderly, I don't just think sometimes or just be graceful, just call the old and saying the elderly could be real slayer and real wicked. I just, hmm, use, hmm. I just watch them, yeah. Hmm, not me and them. You understand? But hey, for the first time, it's because I didn't blight it actually, because I just come here all the time. I say, I ain't gonna talk long, I ain't gonna talk long, and still talk for the whole hour. But tonight, I have actually finished. That is all we are. Because you know what I realized too? I did take up much of the last episode talking. I did take up much of the last episode just babbling at the beginning, right? So I was like, no, tonight we can get right into it. So if anything, and I do have babbling to do, it will be at the end, right? Because I did realize, you know, if you do think about it, especially for the new listeners, like you should really get the content out and leave like the babbling at the end for the people that like really into it and stuff. Because unless you're really, really into the podcast and you know it, you ain't trying to hear fucking babbling at the beginning and all right, so podcast dog. Like, you like, what the fuck is this? I don't care about your life like that, girl. I don't know about your life. Like, I don't know you. Why the fuck are you telling me shit? Like, I know it, you know what I mean? So that's why I think um, in terms of the approach, uh, we're going to try to have the little introduction, yes. But, you know, really try to get into it. And then if anything, and we got babbling to do, we could do it at the end. We could do it at the end. But I actually don't have much babbling to do tonight, number one. And two is because it's actually 4.30 in the morning right now. <laughs> no, I love y'all. I love y'all. No, I absolutely love y'all. And I needed to do this. Um, This was the time. And I was smiling to myself today because I was feeling the excitement. Because I actually wanted to do the episode in Trinidad last week. Because it was very quiet. Oh my gosh. It was so quiet. Especially at night. But actually, even thinking about it, you know, while it was very quiet, the bugs outside have actually been really low. Because Barbados is, we don't have as many bugs, number one. And the bugs really aren't that low. Because even all this time, it would have been kind of low. <laughs> so, um, low that I really study it, right? Um, uh, But I didn't get to. And you know what? I'm not mad. And I realize I just really feel it. Like, doing doing these episodes, no matter when or how long I take to do them, just not like the day I do it, I definitely was really feeling the energy because it's more than just saying oh and coming and talking you know what i mean it's really being present it's really bearing my soul it's really being vulnerable it's really and that's what um it's really standing on my business and yeah that's i feel like something i've really kind of i feel like i got it at one point in time in the podcast but it's be real sometimes i you know growing up i've all, i realize i've had people pleasing tendencies and it's really don't like to offend anybody i don't like to be offensive i don't especially unintentionally right if I offend, I'd like that if I offend you, I intended to offend you, right? Um, I don't like unintentionally offending people. So that's why I'm very careful of what I say and how I say things. And I felt like the last episode really could have been a lot more better if I just, not more better. First of all, that's grammatically incorrect. But it was good. It was good. It was not a bad episode. But I felt like it could have been a bit more fluid if I just stood on my business dog and say what I say and realize it's a grown woman dog and at the end of the day one yes people may disagree with what you're saying but this is your point and like I keep saying all the time this is my diary and this is what I do and if it's if this is how I feel about the things I come here and talk about then just say it you know don't be on the bush don't be nervous don't apologize you could still yes be cognizant of what you're saying but girl so what the fuck you gonna say you know what I mean so um I feel good I felt like I did that tonight like, I stood on my business on how I feel about this. Because I know this could be a touchy subject and a lot of people don't feel this way. Um, I know a lot of people in the spiritual community, holistically, um, they would say that being spiritual doesn't mean that you're a pansy and people could just walk over you. You know what I mean? Um, I might be a little drastic in my approach. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really could be a little bit more graceful holistically in life. Like, 
Um, but I just be too. I think I'm very much in survival mode. I'm mean, gonna come out of that in every way, emotionally, physically, literally, financially. Like once I start to come out of that more, I do think that I would relax in that regard. Um, but I do think I've all. I do feel like it's a better place to be in. Uh, just cause I'm like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I am literally witnessing people in my life daily be I'ma be graceful in their way into sickness. Right? Literal sickness. And I don't want that for you. Whoever you may be listening to this, wherever you are, what time it may be, I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anybody. I don't want it for myself, so I don't want, I don't want that for anybody. You know what I mean? Um, but that's pretty much it. Like I said, I've been well. Everything's good. My cat's good. My vacation was great in Trinidad. I'm off for a while. So what I'm trying to do after being in Trinidad, I was like, you know, Trinidad was beautiful and everything. Had a great experience. But I'm like, you know, my country is beautiful as well. So what I would like to do is feel like I really have like a, a touristy vacation experience uh, for the remainder of my vacation. You know, I do have time to spend with a lot of my friends because I don't usually get to do it because of work. So I did really book a lot of this time. I slotted in a lot of people to spend some time with. But outside of that, I just taking it easy. I really trying to go with the flow. And that was something that, again, I reminded myself in Trinidad. Like, I'm really tense. I need a massage. I do need a massage. But I've gone very tense. I've gone very worried. I've gone very anxious just about life. And I've not been taking the time to just settle and slow down. And, you know, those reggae music vibes. Like I said, I realized I haven't been listening to reggae music in a while. Like, I haven't been in that space in a very long time. And I don't like that for myself. Do not like that for myself. So that's definitely something I want to build back into habit before I go back out to work. And I think that's something I'll be able to do. Alright, so thank you guys as per usual for gracing me with your presence. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> and just know that I appreciate you guys all the time. I appreciate every... Yo, and listen to this podcast, you know what I mean? Um, or, yo, oh my gosh, she's still posting podcasts? Like, shit, she's still doing episodes? Damn, girl. Like, yeah, she's still doing episodes, you know what I mean? I appreciate everyone. Like, I appreciate every... Finally, fuck. I appreciate every single reaction. Right? So I hope you guys are well. Like I said, wherever you may be. And I hope you continue to keep well. And remember to discern your grace. Discern your grace. Not from a place of bad mind or maliciousness but just from a place of honest um survival and just good investing so i will say aside from discerning your grace invest your grace well that's what i will leave us with invest your grace well all right so be good and we'll link next time bye